That is, uh, how are we doing, wildlife crew? You okay with that? You can do that. Okay, we have, just, just so you understand, we have a wildlife crew here. Wildlife is the middle school, tell me if I got this right, middle, middle school division of, of, of young life, and they're in training. They're, they're, they're high school kids in training to work with junior high kids. So we just taught you something there, didn't we? Um, major sucking up. Um, we're glad you're here, first of all. This is part of their training. But um, isn't that what we often think of for respect? Well, if I'm going to respect that person, major sucking up. I just came from a few days in the South where my mother-in-law and my now my son and, and his family uh, live and work and just accepted a position in a church there. And I just, having been here in the New York area for almost, almost two years, this yes sir, no sir thing just really got to me after a while. I mean, everywhere you go, I don't know if you've been down there much, but I mean, you go buy mints in the 7-Eleven. Anything else, sir? And I'm like, hey, whatever happened to, hey, you? You know, I'm used to that. I'm Jersey, man. Anyway, that was their way of showing respect. And uh, there are many different, many different ways that that happens. And that certainly is one great example. What I want to do, and for those of you who are visiting, uh, so every so often I like to do this. And this was, I thought this would be a good time to do I like to do a top ten list. Um, as the the night as the late show sometimes does, and usually what happens uh, the first six or seven of them will be somewhat humorous, even though sometimes they might contain a little bit of truth there as well. They will designed to be that way, and then usually the last two or three or four, in this case three, are a little more to the point and, and, and right at you. So that's what we're going to do this morning. And uh, real quick, respect. Let me just mention this to you. And Steve didn't, but I will. He asked you who wrote. Otis Redding wrote the song Respect. He, of course, was famous for another song called uh, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. Some of you oldie um, um, affectionados might know that. But he was, um, it was released in the late 70s. And uh, it was about many things, but particularly about civil rights and about feminism. And later on, as Aretha made it famous, it became a song that really sort of depicted more of the, of the feminist, and not an extreme feminist cause, but just the respect that, that women should have, I think. And, uh, and, and it kind of became that. Like, you know, I need a little respect here. And it sort of became symbolic of that. So what we're talking about when we talk about that, and that was a great song, a great song to kind of get us thinking about this. I had not thought about that when I read through the lyrics and, and you think, you know, what some of those words are. Um, all I'm asking is for a little respect. When you come home, baby, when you come home, respect. You know, I ain't going to do you wrong while you're gone. I ain't going to do you wrong because I don't want to. All I'm asking is for a little respect. Um, poor grammar, but great words, right? Um, great lyrics. So what I want to do is I'm going to talk about the top ten reasons. Well, I'll put it to you this way. Ten reasons, uh, ten signs that you're not giving proper respect to people, okay? Ten signs that you're not giving proper respect to people. Let me start off with a quote from, I think, one of the greatest, one of the great Americans, and, and really one of the great Americans in the civil rights movement, I believe, and that, of course, is Jackie Robinson. I'm not concerned with your liking or disliking me. All I ask is that you respect me as a human being. If you've read much about Jackie Robinson, that's all he wanted. And uh, he fought a major fight. I don't know, he's been one of my favorites over the years, and I don't mean to 
to put down anything that anybody else has done, including, including Dr. King or any others. But, but I'll tell you, Jackie Robinson, I felt like, did more as much advancing the civil rights cause in this country as anybody because he went to the heart of where the American society is, sports, sports. And it didn't come easy for him. And you read some of the stories of some of the names that he was called and some of the some of the things that were yelled at him from the stands as well as from other players and some of the players that I read about that I thought were really cool players I no longer respect because of the things that they said to him. This guy was a great man. And, and the point here is, he says, look, all I want is respect. I, another guy I like a lot is Cicero. Cicero was a great influencer in many of our founding fathers, especially John Adams. Look what he says. He removes the greatest ornament of friendship who takes away from it Respect. You take respect out of a friendship and there's not much left, is his point. You think about that. The person that you love, a, a friend that you really have a high... You respect them, don't you? And if you don't respect them, it changes the relationship. So, understanding that, I want you, I want to, look to, I want you to look at this verse, or verses, and it kind of sets the tone for our, our, our top ten things. That comes from Philippians chapter 2. It says, when you do things... Do not let selfishness or pride be your guide. Instead, be humble. Give more honor, more respect to others than to yourselves. And don't be interested only in your own life, but be interested in the lives of others. He's talking about respect. Don't be self-centered. Be other-centered. All right, so let's get into these things. Ten signs that you're not giving the proper respect to people, all right? Number ten, you're rude. Sorry, I know I'm living where I'm living. I'm trying. I'm trying to be. I'm going to try to be gentle here. Okay, um, we live in kind of a rude society many times. I mean, good gracious! First time I moved here, and it, well, when I when I moved here, I should say, which has been, as I said, almost. I will be uh, at Renaissance two years in December, and I remember my first experience in the grocery store at Shoprong. I mean, Shoprite. And people running into each other. And people trying to, I mean, just jockeying for position. And I'm thinking, what have I come to? What is the deal? You know, I did live, certainly in, in Colorado, where I spent the last 17 years before we came to the East Coast, D.C. and then here. In Colorado, it's laid back. I lived in the mountains, and it's just really laid back. Even Denver's laid back compared to here. And, um, but then you get here, and you just see, what is that? It's just people wanting their way, you know? It's just, I want my thing, and I don't really give a, you know, whatever about you. It's kind of what rudeness is. I just think about that. Number nine, you're in love with your horn. I just had to throw that in. Just had to throw that in. I was in, I was in Birmingham last week, and I heard one time, after about three days, somebody honked their horn. I said, ah, oh, I feel like home now. Um, I'm not saying you should never honk your horn, obviously. Um, uh, for safety or whatever, but you, you understand the point. Number eight, the words, you're a freaking idiot, keep coming out of your mouth when talking to people. <laughs> that might be a good sign that you're not showing proper respect, you know? <laughs> good sign. <laughs> Sometimes we call names and it just makes a point. We're trying to, okay, okay. Number seven, nobody likes you. You know, no, seriously, for just a moment, uh, one of the things that Dale Carnegie points out in his book, 
How to Win Friends and Influence People was, was written, written in the 40s, and it had some interesting stuff in it. So, and I think some good stuff. But one of the things he says, he, he, he has a whole chapter on how to be sought out after people. And, and his whole point is by showing them respect. And his point is people don't get a lot of that in the world in which we live. Of course, Dale Carnegie was a New Yorker. That's another story, right? Um, it's true anywhere. Let's face it. It's true anywhere. And, 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 and we laugh about it, but at the same time, if that's true in your life, if you don't have a lot of friends, if you're one of those people who sit around sometimes late at night and you're thinking, you think, why, why doesn't it seem like, which isn't it, probably a true statement, why doesn't it seem like anybody likes me? Maybe it's because I don't show people the proper kind of respect that they deserve. And that may not be disrespect. I may not be, quote-unquote, being disrespectful. I may not be calling them freaking idiots. But I might not just be pursuing them and treating them with honor and with respect and with, as people ought to be treated. The Bible talks about that. We'll see more of that in just a moment. Um, how about this one, number six? I've got about three names that come to my, name, my mind. When talking to someone, you're checking out the room. Have you ever, have you ever had somebody like that? Hi, how you doing? And here he is, you're shaking hands, he's looking around. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, good to see you. Yeah. What have you been up to? You know, I got a couple of friends in D.C. particularly, and you can imagine, um, in politics, who do that. It just drives me nuts. Uh, to the point where sometimes you say, hey, hey, hey. I did this recently with a guy. Because I did his place of business, and we were talking, we were having a, a pretty serious conversation. And he was just still looking around. I said, hey, 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 focus, right here, right here, focus, okay? Talk to me, I'm talking to you. You know, and I knew him well enough where I could do that. Um, it's a rude thing. And sometimes I've done that. I did that this morning already with somebody as they came in and I was looking at something that wasn't the way it was supposed to be. And I asked them, I said, oh, I'm sorry. But listen, it does show respect when you, look, when you talk to people that you look at them. And, you, and that's just a simple little thing. Is that Bible? I don't know. I think it's common sense. And, and we'll show you some things in the Bible that, that uh, certainly address that. How about this one, guys? Number five, you listen without hearing. The wives are saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell him. You know, you've, you've, we've done that. Well, we listen to somebody, yeah, okay, and we're watching a ball game or we're thinking about something else or we're reading a book. And, and then, then they say to us, and this happened to my Charlene and I not too long ago. She was telling me something, and I think I was watching uh, the Broncos or something, my, my favorite football team. And uh, she was talking to me, and she stopped, and she said, what did I say? And then, you know, I'm... I'm backpedaling. I'm, I'm just, uh, well, you were just telling me that, you know, and I, you know, and I, I screwed it up. But anyway, <laughs> that's rude. That's not showing respect. And we shouldn't do that. Number four, we're going to start getting a little more serious now. You treat certain people like crap. That's a little harsh, isn't it, Rich? Yeah, it is, but I wanted to make a point. Here's what I mean. You know, most of us are sophisticated to the level that we're not going to let the color of skin or, or class bother us. Most of us are beyond that. I, ho- I hope you are, at least. But sometimes we start categorizing people. In our mind, we would never be so rude to say this verbally. But we might, for instance, treat a wait person. Wait, as in a waiter or a waitress. Uh, we might treat them a little differently than we would someone else. And, and because, you know, hey, you know, I asked for a refill on my Diet Coke, you know, 20 minutes ago. What's the deal? All of us have had those temptations. But how do you treat people in that situation? I'll tell you a good little, little thing to go by. And that is, how would you treat, and here's what happened to me. Because 
I've been known to be a little abrupt at times. In fact, I've mentioned this to some of you before, but I saw the guy this week who told me when, before I took the position here, he said, you need to go to New Jersey because on your worst day you'll be considered gracious. And he knew, he knew, which is true, but he knew exactly the kind of, the kind of society we have here, which I truthfully, dearly love. And, um, but I've been known to be a little abrupt and, and a little harsh at times, particularly with wait staff. Sometimes if they didn't get stuff there in time, I'd say, hey, hey, come on. I wasn't like, I wouldn't cuss them out or anything. Hey, come on, let's, let's go, let's go, let's go, come on. It's a deal. And, um, but then I'll tell you what happened. Son went to college, and you guessed it, he became a waiter. And, uh, and he says to me, Dad, do you know what that's like? And I said, no, never have done that. And he started telling me some stories. Changed my life. That's why some of you who go to restaurants with me will notice I always talk to the waiters and waitresses, always get to know them, because it could be my son or my daughter. And when you think of it like that, it changes how you treat people. And whether it's wait people or whether it's, whether it's some other class or something else that you've conjured up in your mind, think about it that way. This could be my brother or my sister or my, my uh, daughter or son or, 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 or someone else. It changes how you treat people. And that's what we're talking about here. We don't treat anybody badly because of their class or because of their job or because of something else. All right, let me get these last three things real quick. And these are the important ones that I want you to hit. And the last one was a pretty good one, too. But number three, sign you're not giving proper respect to people. You're, you're a manipulative control freak. You say, okay, why did you have to go to that one right now? Um, because I see that as one of the number one abuses, showing the lack of respect in families, in businesses, in churches. In churches, too, among good people, where they become manipulative. And, and, and I'll tell you, it's a temptation. It's a big temptation. Let me read to you, and you can follow along with me from Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. Your attitude should be the same that Jesus Christ had. That he was God. He was God, and he did not... He did not demand or cling to his rights as God. He made himself nothing. He took the humble position of a slave and appeared in human form. And in human form, he obediently humbled himself even further by dying a criminal's death on a cross. Because of this, God raised him up to the heights of heaven and gave him a name that is above every other name, so that the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What did Jesus do? Jesus had the right. He was God. And he gave that up. Interesting Greek. This is called theologians. You know, this is called the kenosis passage. Greek word, emptying them, emptying yourself. And what he's, what he's saying here basically is that Jesus gave that up. He could have been manipulative. He could have, if anybody could, it could have been Jesus because he was God. And he gave that up. To be a humble servant. And what the Bible tells us is, have that same attitude. You say, yeah, but I've worked hard for my position, and, and I, I, have, I have many people under my influence, and, and I, can, I can manipulate and I can control for good. Listen to me. It is never good to manipulate or control, even for a good end. It is never good. The means never justifies the end. 
And I don't care who you are. And it's interesting to me that the great leaders of the world and throughout history have been in the, in the steps of Jesus, servant leaders. Why do we all love Rudy Giuliani so much? Because after 9-11, we saw, during 9-11, we saw him down there working with the rescuers trying to help. He didn't say, I'm above going in there into that rubble and garbage. Servant leadership. Jesus began it and teaches it. And that's true for our homes, it's true for our businesses, it's true for anything. Let me just say this, because this is such a huge issue. And, and I, I have seen that there's a, there's a book, I've mentioned it before, called Churches That Abuse. So I've, I've been a, a, a church worker, I've been a minister, pastor for 25 years almost. So I think of it in, in, in those areas, but I see it in homes and I see it in businesses as well. Manipulation and control, sometimes it's used for good. It is never right. And I want you to understand this very clearly. If you manipulate, if you control, whether it be your kids or your husband or your wife, for any reason, you're wrong. If you allow yourself to be manipulated or controlled, even for good things, for any reason, you're wrong. And you need to confront that. God has a better way. It doesn't matter how much power you have. It doesn't matter what your personality is. It doesn't matter that you have the ability to pull it off. That doesn't matter. That's not an excuse. You just have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had, who emptied himself in order to become a servant. Wow. God, all God, who emptied himself, just gave it all up to serve. So... You're a manipulative, manipulative control freak. That might be a sign that you're not giving proper respect to people. I think it, is, it is not just might be. It is a sign. Number two, as we work down to this thing, your favorite subject of conversation is yourself. Yeah, you might have a problem. I was reminded of a country song this week, and I was talking about this to a friend of mine in the South. There's a country song out called it's, um, Let's Talk About Me. I don't know if you've ever heard it. It's, it's an interesting song. He played it for me. And it's an interesting song. As a matter of fact, that same as a pastor friend of mine in the South, he's doing a series. You know what his new series is going to be? Finding Faith in Country Songs. <laughs> yes. He's doing a series based on what I'm doing. He's doing it with country songs. I said, yeah, it would never work where I live. Trust me. Um, <laughs> but that was one of the songs he was telling me about. It's all, you know, let's talk about me. Um, this is, let, me, let me tell you that same, that same passage of the Bible that I just read from. Let's go, just before that, it's in, again, Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Look what he says. When you do things, do not let selfishness or pride be your guide. Instead, be humble. Give more honor to others and to yourselves. Do not be interested only in your own life, but be interested in the lives of others. That's the Bible. That's what God says. Don't be interested in just in your own deal. I'll give you a litmus test. And I'm serious about this. You know, sometimes we, we talk about litmus test in a negative way. This is a good litmus test. Do you walk away from most conversations with strangers knowing more about them than they know about you? Or do you walk away with them knowing more about you than, they, than you know about them? I mean, I've, I've seen it. I've done it on airplanes. I've done it, you know, in ball games. I've done it on, uh, I hate to say this here, I've even done this on the train and on the subway. And that's, I know it's a mortal sin, but I have and do frequently talk to people on the train. I know, I know. I always ask for forgiveness of our 
church fathers, whenever I come back and do that, I say, hey, I talked to somebody on the train today. I just want you to know that in case you don't know anything about me. But anyway, there's a, there's a story behind that, and I'll just give you the real brief version of that. And when I first came here, uh, two years, a little over two years ago, just to check out the church, and we were just in a different, different state, in a different form, and, and we were just kind of checking each other out. I loved the heart of what the people here were doing, but they were pretty small and had, had some tough times, and I really felt bad for them because it had some, had some, just some things weren't working real well. And uh, so we were just kind of checking each other out, and, and after the day, it was just a weekday, I didn't come and speak or anything, after the day was over, um, um, we both agreed, I'm not the right guy for this, but I'll pray for you, I'll try to help you find so I'll do anything I can to help you, but I'm not the right guy for this position, which of course, here I am. But um, one of the things that came out as we got to know each other was that the comment that was made, ah, Rich is just too friendly to make it here. Um, he even talked to somebody on the train, which I did. I did. Somebody got on the train, and, and, and actually, Steve told me about it later on. He said, you notice that person that got on the train and stood beside us? You said, hey, how you doing? I said, yeah. He said, did you notice how they jumped backwards when you said that? I said, no, I really didn't notice that. <laughs> he said, they, they jumped. They were so shocked that you would do that. So anyway, we have this inside joke around here. Well, Rich is on the train. He's probably talking to somebody again. And uh, whether or not that's right, the point that I want to make is this. When you have conversations, whether it be there, whether it be somewhere else, whether it be a business associate, a client, or, or, or somebody trying to sell you something, do you walk away from that knowing more about them than they know about you? Just a little litmus test that you can put to the test there. You get on an airplane, you sit beside them. Do you know more about that person than they know about you? Um, point is this, and what the Bible tells us, do not be interested only in your own life, but be interested in the, uh, in the lives of others. So number two, your favorite subject of conversation is yourself. Number one, I'm going to trick you here. Sign that you're not giving proper respect to people. Your prayers are mostly I wants instead of thank yous. Now, I know what you're thinking, some of you. Some of you are thinking, what does that got to do with showing people respect? Now you're talking about prayer. I, I tell you, I think it has everything to do with that. I think it has everything to do with that. I want to read some verses for you and to you, and you can read along with me, and then we'll talk about it, all right? The first one is in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20. And you will always give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians three seventeen. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Colossians 4, 2. Devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. No matter what happens, always, look at this, always be thankful. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So, what does thankfulness have to do with respecting people? What, where are you going with this, Rich? What's that all about? Well, it's real simple. When we have a thankful heart, we have a high respect for God. When we have a high respect for God, guess what happens? We have a high respect for his people, for his creation and his creatures. He created us all. So you see, the issue is not to leave here and bite your lip and say, I'm going to have more respect for people from now on. I'm not, that's not the issue. The issue is, 
I need to have a right relationship with God. I need to understand the blessings He's given me. I need to be thankful to Him because if I'm there, if I'm, that, if I'm where that place is, so to speak, then I'm where God wants me to be. And I'm going to treat people differently because I'm going to see people through His eyes and not just my very flawed eyes. High respect for God equates to a high respect for His creation. When we think about the fact that if I'm more thankful, then I'm also going to be having a wonderfully high view, respect, honor for God and the view that I'll have of His people. And you know what? You know where that starts? It starts at home. And that's sometimes the most difficult spot, isn't it? If I have a high respect for God and a great, a great regard for who He is, and my wife says something or does something that just doesn't quite hit me the right way, I can stop and say, wait a minute. I'm so thankful to God, and God has placed her in my life, and she is, she is one of God's special creatures. I believe that, or I wouldn't have married her or him, what the case might be. And if they're one of, one of God's special creatures, I need to treat them like that. And it will change how you treat your mate. And it will change how you treat your children. And it will change how you treat those who you are with every day. And that's where the real test comes, doesn't it? Those who we are with every day. Let me give you this, and, and, and we're going we're gonna to get out of here. But let me, just, let me just hit this real hard. I call it take out food for thought. And uh, just kind of wrap up here real quick and get you to think along with me, and then we're going to be gone. One of the verses that I, that I wanted to just leave you with is in second, excuse me, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17. Look at this. Show respect, or some Bibles say dignity, for everyone. Let your, love your Christian brothers and sisters. Revere God. Honor God. Show respect for the king. It's a great verse, isn't it? We need that in a political campaign. And I don't care whether we're talking about George Bush or Bill Clinton. I'll cover both sides of the aisle. I don't care. I don't care. The president is a president. And, and just for the record, I don't like people calling the candidate either candidate. I don't, I don't like all that stuff. I, I, I think the whole business of, you know, I had a friend, a neighbor went into the city to protest during the Republican convention. And, um, and that's fine. I, that's great. I, I have fought for the right for people to do that and believe in that, that you can certainly protest and have the right. To, that's a, one of the great things about freedom. But I said, you know, so what, what were you protesting? I said, were you protesting for Kerry or against Bush? And we had a conversation about that. I said, you know, I have no problem protesting for the person you're for. I'm not real nuts about protesting against someone or against something. And part of that goes back to this verse right here. Show respect for the king, whether that's Bill Clinton or George W. Bush. It's a position. Just Something to think about, all right? Without taking, without taking sides here, that's why I use Clinton and Bush, because one's a Democrat, one's a Republican. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're still, they're still for our purposes, the king, the president, um, to take that verse. Anyway, look what he says. Show respect, dignity for everyone. Show that dignity for everyone. Let me leave you with these three thoughts. This. Think of ways to show, to give honor, to respect, give dignity to people. Think of ways to do that. Begin at home. Begin at home. Instead of thinking about how I want to get my husband or wife to do this, think, what can I do to show them honor and respect and dignity? Secondly, think of people. This is a good one. As uniquely designed by God. 
You know, we like to use this phrase, we're all weird. Well, I guess if you want to state it that way, we're all weird. I would prefer to say we are all uniquely designed by God. And one person's much different than me. One of the things that I always talk about among husbands and wives is learn to appreciate the differences as opposed to enduring the differences. Enjoy them instead of enduring them. Think of people as uniquely designed by God and give them respect. Third thing, grow in your respect, in your love, and in your reverence for God. This is the bottom line, folks. This is the bottom line. Grow in your respect and your love and your reverence for God, and you will grow automatically in your love and your respect and the dignity that you give people. It begins with a relationship with God. Let's pray. Lord, these are, uh, these are valuable truths for all of us. And Lord, I, just, uh, I would just ask you to help us to think, help us to pray, help us to reflect, help us to contemplate these truths in the proper way. And Lord, I, I just, I don't know, you know each heart here. I don't know where they are, but you do. And I just pray, Lord, that you would just... Uh, just deal with each one of us where we are in our own situation. Certain things have come to mind for different ones of us. I pray, Lord, that we would respond rightly to that. And, uh, and Lord, I pray that we would just, uh, just come to you. For some of us, that's going to be a first-time thing where we say, Lord, right here, right now, I want to come and just give my life to you, have the proper reverence for people by, first of all, placing my, my trust in God and in Jesus who died and and went to the grave and, and rose again to give me eternal life and abundant life and the ability to live and to do better. You can start with that prayer, right where you are or when you go home or sometime in the next few days, think about that. Lord, for the rest of us, I just pray that we would think about it in our own way. Whether it be in a prayer, whether it be a, how we treat people, whether it be an apology or something we need to do with someone, just help us, Lord, to deal with that in the way that, uh, that just comes to our mind and to our heart. And we thank you for that. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.